This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, December 5th, brought to you by Rival AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Overhaul of mill fee progresses. California managing scarcity with SWP and two weeks to pass Farm Workforce Modernization Act. DPR considers options for overhauling mill fees. The Department of Pesticide Regulation has released a concept paper outlining options for redesigning the mill assessment. DPR seeks to raise the sales tax on pesticides, that to account for a structural funding imbalance. The paper analyzes three options, keeping the current flat fee or integrating a tiered system based on either pesticide categories or DPR's workload for each pesticide. DPR Director Julie Henderson called the redesign, quote, vital to continuing our long-term critical work to protect human health and the environment and for supporting the administration's transition away from conventional pesticides. A consulting firm hired to examine potential funding models will host a Zoom webinar at 1.30 tomorrow that to discuss a paper. The firm will draft its recommendations by June. California Farm Bureau disappointed with low allocation. California's drought strategy is solely, quote, a policy of managing scarcity. That according to California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson. The announcement last week of a 5% initial allocation for the state water project disappointed Johansson, but it wasn't a surprise. Here we go again, he said. Nothing that the last two years of allocations culminated in 5% allocations. Johansson feared it is the start of yet another year of uncertainty and hardship for farms and cities reliant on the water deliveries. California's dismal leadership in safeguarding our water resources harms our food production as consumers face rising prices at the grocery store, he said. California must have a more coherent water plan. Undercutting healthy crop production, he argued, inhibits agriculture's ability to sequester carbon emissions as well. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Simpson, Senate has two weeks to pass Farm Workforce Modernization Act. If the Senate does not pass the Farm Workforce Modernization Act in the next two weeks, it's unlikely Congress will agree on H-2A reform in the next two years. That's the word from Idaho Republican Representative Mike Simpson during a press call last week. Simpson is one of the authors of the House-approved bill. He said the opportunity to pass it is narrowing, especially if the Senate makes any changes and sends it back to the House for clearance. He doesn't see it passing in the next couple of years due to partisan gridlock. 
as Republicans take over the House, any bill that comes out of the House will be much more partisan and unable to pass in the Senate, and we will just fight back and forth, he said. This was a hard bill to come up with. There were some tough compromises in this bill, and I think the Senate needs to recognize that. Global food prices stabilize. A measure of global food commodity costs remained largely unchanged in November despite stronger prices for vegetable oils and sugar. World prices for grains, meat, and dairy prices, they all eased during the month. That, according to the U.N. Food and Agriculture Organization's Food Price Index, that index averaged 135.7 during November, just slightly below the October level and only three-tenths of a point above the level a year ago. The index for corn, wheat, and other grains fell by 1.3% in November, that due in part to the extension of the Black Sea Grain Initiative, which ensured that grains and oil seeds could continue to move out of Ukraine. Wheat prices fell 2.8% last month. Vegetable oil prices rose 2.3%, but dairy prices dropped 1.2%, and FAO's index of meat prices was down nearly 1%, reflecting a drop in global beef prices. Now keep in mind, starvation and malnutrition worsened by drought, flooding, and war are severe in parts of the world. A new FAO report says the situation will only deteriorate without systemic improvements to the way farmers grow their food. The report, The Future of Food and Agriculture, lays out what needs to happen to transform farming systems to make them sustainable and better suited to survive severe disruptions. Many of the sustainable development goals are not on track and will only be achieved if agri-food systems are transformed properly to withstand ongoing global adversity that undermines food security and nutrition due to growing structural inequalities and also regional inequalities. That the word of FAO Director General Tu John Yu. Georgia Republican guardrails needed on CCC funds. A Georgia Republican says as Congress gears up to write the next farm bill, he's looking to add new guardrails to prescribe how the funds of the Commodity Credit Corporation are used. When we get to write the farm bill, we're going to have to make sure funds that are set aside for production agriculture do not get stolen from production agriculture and put into things that they were never intended for. That's Representative Austin Scott, the Georgia Republican, on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. He said, I'm very concerned about making sure that we put the guardrails on any of the funds so that those funds for production agriculture stay in production agriculture. In February 2021, Scott reintroduced legislation to raise the CCC's borrowing authority to help maintain balanced and adequate supplies of agriculture goods and the implementation of Farm Bill programs given the economic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. Scott's bill would raise the CCC borrowing authority from $30 billion to $68 billion to give USDA greater flexibility to maintain farm bill programs that support U.S. producers and the domestic agriculture market. The last time the CCC's borrowing authority was adjusted was 1987. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Ag Innovation Center grants available from USDA. 
USDA's Rural Business Cooperative Service is making $8 million available to establish and operate agriculture innovation centers that will provide assistance to ag producers seeking to develop and market value-added products. The minimum award under the program is $600,000, and the maximum is $1 million. Matching funds are required for at least one-third of the total project budget. The application deadline is February 23rd, that according to the Federal Register notice. Well, here's today's He Said It. Farmers are committing a king's ransom to ensure they have sufficient water supplies. That William Bordeaux, Executive Vice President of Harris Farms, in an op-ed for the San Joaquin Valley Sun, pushing for more water storage. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, December 5th. Brought to you by Rabo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.